Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 21. This is also the first Songs and Stories episode of 2008, so Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Really quickly, I wanted to mention, um, speaking of the new year, that I'm not the type to make New Year's resolutions. I I think people tend to make resolutions and break them, but with that in mind, I've set a couple of goals for 2008. The first is hopefully a new CD. I'm going to start working on it next month. And um, the working title is Dog Speed. And if you want to hear a demo of the song Dog Speed, you can go to my site, michaelgaither.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And go to my music or my press page and check out the little jukebox. There's a nice demo of Dog Speed. Um, The other goal that I've set for 2008 is to be a little more timely about these podcast interviews. I started doing songs and stories early in 2007, and the first few episodes were picking apart my own songs and kind of explaining where they came from. And as I start recording Dog Speed, I'll do more of that. But I started doing these interviews with artists and musicians, and it really took off. And I've you know, ended up with um, way more material than I can post on a timely basis. So once I get through this backlog that I'm working with, my, my, my goal, quote unquote, is to really be able to interview somebody and post it within a week or so and hopefully get these in t- up in time for local shows. Um, with that in mind, we're going to go back about two and a half, three months in this show and talk with the Canadian folk trio, the Wayland Jetties. They've been together for about five and a half years, and they still consist of original members Ruth Moody and Mickey Maida, along with their newest member, the U.S.-born Heather Massey. They played the Strawberry Music Festival in fall of 2007, early September, and they played... Let me see. It was three months ago. Someone was it. I believe they played the closing afternoon set. And um, the plan was for them to play their set. We would hook up and go to my friend Mark Babiar's campsite, which is fairly close to the Strawberry main stage, but it's out in sort of a meadow away from the main traffic area. We were going to like hang out in the sun and visit and do an interview. Um, that was the working plan. But their set went over so well that the half-hour autograph session after their show turned into an hour, and I think an hour and a half. We talked after that, and Ruth said very apologetically, I I hate to to reschedule you, but I haven't eaten yet, and I'm starving. And as you'll hear in this interview, they spent literally 24 hours getting to strawberries. So I said, that's fine. I'll I'll go eat. I went back to camp and hung out for a while and played music and ate, and we regrouped at about 6 o'clock. And they came out again and very apologetically said, I, would you mind if we rescheduled again? We really want to do this, but the Bills want us to sing with them. The Bills are a Canadian group that opened the evening set. And I said, no, that's fine, because I wanted to see the Bills anyway. So it was, it was, it was fine. They sing with the Bills, and I was so caught up in the, in, in the show that I didn't realize that originally we had this afternoon interview scheduled. And as 7 o'clock rolled into 7.30 and 7.45 and 8 p.m., it was getting dark really dark, like up in the Sierra's dark. But luckily I had a flashlight with me and my recorders, so they finished with the bills, and the three of us walked over, found Mark's campsite, and talked for a while. 
Before we get to that, I want to remind you that on my site, michaelgather.com, if you want to learn more about the Jennies, you can look for the show notes for Songs and Stories, episode number 21, and there are links to their websites, their latest CD, Firecracker, as well as their individual websites and their solo CDs. So have a look at that while you're listening to this. Before we get to the actual interview, let's listen to a couple of things off their latest CD, Firecracker. This first song is called Longtime Traveler. And then we'll hear Some Good Thing, which was written by Nikki Maida. And then we'll talk with the Waylon Jennies. Ye fleeting charms of earth, farewell your springs of joy dry. My soul now seeks another home, a brighter world on high. Traveling here below, I'm a long time traveling away from home. I'm a long time traveling here below to lay this body down. Farewell, kind friends who stay. I'll walk it back. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's true. It's just... Okay. I'm so surprised I'm running around so well. I, I have the worst sense of direction ever <laughs> known to me. But I haven't got lost once. Oh, <laughs> dear. Yeah, it's crazy at night. <laughs> yeah. This actually might be it. <laughs> okay. Let, you know, let's just go squat. We can do it here, yeah. Because... <laughs> We're 
This will be quite interesting. I had this nice daytime interview time, but obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> Ooh, does that lantern work? Ah, it might. I've got a toothbrush and toothpaste and then we're nothing. Yeah, that's one. Hey, that's one. Hey, look at that. Now, if I sit camp on fire, it's not my camp. Yeah? Okay. Sure. Hey, look at that. Let there be light. Oh, wow. That works. All right. <laughs> so let's see how this, this works. So you said you traveled, you spent 24 hours traveling. Where'd you come from to get down here? Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Toronto, and Boston. But we had a kind of a crazy travel day, and some of our luggage didn't show up, and it was just a real... So it was flying and driving and finding this place on a map? Yeah. Yeah, and waiting at the airport for hours, and... I waited at the airport for eight hours. <laughs> I had a buddy, he actually was in Tennessee, and he camped across from this way over there, and he flies out for the festivals, and he was going to take a connecting flight to get here Thursday morning, and he couldn't, so he had to somehow drive three hours like a maniac to get to Georgia to get the flight to San Francisco. Oh, oh my God. He's a dedicated strawberry yeah. camper. Really I can right. understand yeah, that, I wouldn't want to miss kind of No. Yeah. Well, I've been coming for, I don't know, like 13, 14 years, and mm. it's, 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 like you say, it's, it's, a, it's a really cool place. Yeah. You started out, you've been together as a, as a group six years, and you came along more recently. Mm -hmm. So how did the Jennies originally get together? Because well. you're all individual songwriters. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, I guess it, it happened six years ago, actually more like five and a half years ago, um, in the heart of winter in Winnipeg, um, three singer-songwriters decided to get together and sing together and mm -hmm. sing on each other's stuff and just collaborate for one show, just for fun. Mm -hmm. And Winnipeg musicians tend to do that, like it's just, there's a really great music community there and mm -hmm. people like to jam and, yeah. um, and do shows together. So. So uh, it went really well. The show actually sold out, so we added another show, and uh, that that sold out, and people really loved the idea of us mm -hmm. doing this um, full time. So suddenly we were just on this uh, on this train. Oh, wow. We noisy. got yeah, we got uh, festivals uh, festival offers for the summer, and and so it just kind of looked like it was going to be a full time thing, and, mm -hmm. and everyone decided to put their their solo plans on the back burner and, and follow this this uh, crazy momentum. So that's kind of how it began. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we've had a couple of... Um, our founding member left, uh, I guess, two years right. um, after we started the band. Um, and we found a replacement, um, and she was with us for about two years as well. Mm -hmm. And so we're, at this point, we're at uh, Jenny's 3.0, and it's been <laughs> a really great... Um, great uh, what's the word reception? yeah reception i was going to say it. it's it's a great installment of the jellies the jellies the current version <laughs> works very well <laughs> the current version yeah yeah it's just been amazing we found heather massey mm -hmm. um our, our we have a mutual friend named ifo donovan from mm -hmm. 
Crooked Still. She's from Boston. And, and they were and here in May. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, so we, Nikki and I knew that, that we were going to be looking for a new Jenny and and uh, Aoife introduced us to Heather and mm-hmm. it was just right away we knew it was a really amazing fit mm-hmm. and and to be clicked and it's just been great ever since and yeah so here you go very cool <laughs> and you haven't made a CD as, as Waylon Jennings 3.0 yet have you? not yet no when all that happened do you think? is that in the works? we're going to start recording in the fall mm-hmm. probably and we'll be recording throughout the year like uh, you know this, this next this coming year um, it's sort of hard to say when when it's going to come out, but yeah. we'll probably release um, probably release some singles mm-hmm. uh, as we go uh, until we're ready to release the full so album. So kind of like af- after festival season, kind of take some time to look at. Yeah, like yeah, this fall, we're yeah. we're that's the plan. Just no Good. no uh, no details yet, yeah. basically. What I wanted to ask the three of you too is: do you do you write with? When you write your own work, do you write with harmony in mind, or does it sort of become a collaboration effort when you start playing? Like a song like One Voice, it sounds like it was written with the harmony in mind. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, that song I, I wrote with, with the trio in mind, right. for sure. Um, I, think, I think it varies. Like, I think, I think for the most part, these, I mean, in the beginning, uh, Nikki and I sort of brought material to the band that we already had and that mm-hmm. we were writing at the time or had written and sure. and so it was maybe less influenced by by the idea of the three part harmony but mm-hmm. but since then for sure I mean it's such a great thing to have harmony yeah. on songs and so it's it's hard not to imagine and, and mm-hmm. so I think it does at this point influence the way we're all writing for sure and it seems to work and, and a, kind of a group question is what are your musical backgrounds and how to sort of contribute because musically like well you played bass today and you played the ukulele, the guitar, the drum, and you played accordion, guitar. It's the first Bowen I've seen on stage all weekend. The first uke I've seen on stage all weekend, which was cool. But what, how do your backgrounds sort of that, you know, combine to your music? And what do you, what, actually, what are some of your songwriting influences? Let's start with that. Like, who did you listen to? Anybody? We're, well, we're, I think we're pretty different. I mean, we're, there's some similarities in what we've listened to, but, but we all have different backgrounds which is which I think is has always been the strength of the one of the strengths of the group is just mm-hmm. the different um, places that we come from and and uh, in terms of like I mean I I come from much more of a pop background mm-hmm. than than, uh, than Ruth for sure and I'm, I don't know how much pop you've listened to as you know we're talking to Heather right now yeah. But, uh, yeah I mean a fair amount but I think more of the jazz and, and folk mm-hmm. you know like Folk rock or whatever, Joni Mitchell and Paul Simon and Simon Garfunkel and you know, Leonard Cohen, all those type of people. And, and then I have a, a really big jazz influence. I think mm-hmm. so I'm to school for jazz voice, and, mm-hmm. you know, so I've done a lot of that. So. And probably the different styles contrast nicely now to your sound. Yeah. Well, it means it means that when you take a, a song that comes from a particular background. And if you if you brought three people together that that listened to a lot of that genre and uh-huh. were very you know specific about that, that you might have you would have a completely different arrangement of a song than right. you do with three people who you know who come from their own places and and sort of add things that might not normally be added. And uh-huh. uh, so that's that can be really I think that's being really exciting about how we arrange stuff uh-huh. is just the differences in, in what we bring. Uh-huh. 
And that's kind of all I had. Um, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long fun four days. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, typically, how often are you on the road, and how often do you get down to California? Because I haven't seen you out here for a while. I don't think. We actually get to California a fair bit. Like Bay Area? It, feel, it feels like, well, yeah, the Bay Area um, a few times. Not actually, like, we, have a, we actually haven't per- performed right in San Francisco, have we? Well, we just played like in Berkeley. Berkeley. Okay. At the Freight? At the Freight. Yeah. 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 We played the Freight a few times. We're also we played in Marin, um, the Marin County. And, yeah. What about that, that Sacramento? The, the um, San Rafael. Yeah, San Rafael. Mm-hmm. It's the Marin uh, Jewish Marin Jewish. County. What was it? Jewish Center? Yeah, oh, Jewish Community Center. Yeah, I can't but remember exactly. But we've played like we've, the band has played in, in L.A. and, and mm-hmm. Santa Cruz and. Ben you have been in Santa Cruz, okay? Yeah, we've done some radio there as well as uh, like Henslings and Ben mm-hmm. and, and so we've. You know, and, and, and then other festivals. I like just ha- missed it then. Okay. Yeah, well, that, was, that was a few years ago, but yeah. uh, but the California World Festival and, yeah. and, and Kate Wolf, Kate Wolf and yeah. stuff like that. So we so we actually have played quite a f- quite a lot throughout throughout California, which is great because we we all love mm-hmm. California a lot. And how much of your time? This I, I interviewed somebody else this weekend too, and I was at. She was talking about. You know, on the road she doesn't write, but she looks for inspiration. Do you find time to write on the road? Or are you too busy doing just? getting from place to place and do you find when you get home and you have downtime that's the time to write or do you actually write when you're on the road well it's I don't know it seems for me there's like no like the day you were signing autographs pretty much all, all day so yeah it's, I mean it's really busy when we're on the road yeah. like it's busier than it's always busier than we think it's going to be because yeah. the time just gets filled up with all sorts of stuff and and uh so, but but you know, sometimes you get inspired and something comes to you in the middle of the night when mm-hmm. you write a song, or or you know you write a song in the in the car when you're driving. Right. And so, you know, it's kind of I think maybe uh, we, we might all be different in, in that way, but mm-hmm. but um, I think there's sort of no rhyme or reason in a way. Like mm-hmm. it just comes when it comes. Yeah. But yeah. definitely, there's more time to flesh stuff out and 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 mm-hmm. develop stuff when we're at home for yeah. sure. I like I like I like Firecracker. I like hearing some of the stories behind the songs, especially is it Avila, the song with the mosquito that woke you up in the middle. Because <laughs> at home, my wife, we have, for some reason, we're getting mosquitoes in the house. This is a tangent, and she'll wake up and it drives her nuts. Yeah. And I just put in earplugs and ignore it. And so, can you, Everyone's different. can you talk about that story for the for the podcast? How that song came about? You were staying at a university, and the, and the university wasn't as nice as the town itself. Yeah, it was. I mean. We were in Thunder Bay, and uh, we weren't staying on the side of the festival. We were at the university there and sure. at the residences there. And, it I mean, the one that we... I mean, it's a perfectly nice place, but it, that felt just a bit run down, that area. That, yeah. that area. And, uh, yeah, so... So and I mean there are just so many mosquitoes there. There and there and we're from Winnipeg, so we understand mosquitoes mm-hmm. and you know. But that but uh, so very similar to to the ones in Winnipeg. They're just so vicious and and the whole idea of falling asleep with this buzzing around your head. You know, I mean you do what you can. Yeah. So I think I was bitten a few times before I actually woke up, and mm-hmm. that's a good example of of. Um, of what Ruth's saying about sometimes things come to you uh-huh. when you're on the road, and that's uh-huh. exactly what happened. I was, I was bitten awake, and uh, and once I was awake, I just there was a melody that I mm-hmm. had in my head, and uh, 
and it, and it, it's sort of one of those things where where when 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 songs come to you, sometimes they come to you at inconvenient times, and you don't you know I've lost too many songs to saying to thinking oh I'll remember it when I wake up or whatever. That, like, that never, happens. never happens. It never happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. Never happens. And so I thought, okay, I, I'm just going to get out of bed and, and just put yeah. this down and. And it was just one of those songs, like some of them, you know, you work at and you work at, and yeah. this one was just one that came out very easily, and yeah. it was just there. It's great when those happen. Oh, it's so it's so great, yeah. And it, and it very much, I I also love love it when I can write something like that in a place, um, you know, that isn't home because then it's sure. forever that that song's defined by the yeah. fact that I was in another place, mm-hmm. and you know, and 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 and, and sort of it is sometimes a statement on where I am, and and also about you know my yeah. life at the time. So. Yeah. And that was your not that was your not worry song, right? Oh no, that was that no, the, my not worry song was a, a different one, but uh, this one was just about just about like just waiting waiting to get through a period of strife before you can right. before peace will come to you. And, Thanks and, to a mosquito. Yeah, we didn't make it. The, we <laughs> yeah. didn't make it through the night, I assume. No, no, the Good. mosquito died a violent yeah. death. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about like write down lyrics from the. I read a Ben Harper interview a while back, and the quote that he he said was never lose a word and he had this example of running out of the shower naked to find a notepad and I thought okay I'm not crazy <laughs> yeah, other people do this too well yeah because they just they're gone yeah I mean I had, I had something come to me on the plane back from we just came back from the UK yeah and the and the word the words and melody were there but because you're on a plane you don't have anything to right you know I, I recorded a little bit of the melody into my iPod which is a, yeah I'm assuming that's kind of weird yeah and um, but you know but the words were there, and it's sort of yeah. like, okay, well, now it takes the time to actually get the space to sit down and try and figure the rest mm-hmm. of it out, you know. Yeah. So you just got to catch it when you can. Yeah. yeah. Um, final question, too. Because there were a lot of, a really good Canada showing at this festival, what's the music scene like in Winnipeg, and is there something in the water, or is it just, <laughs> is it just a great place to be a musician? So I talked to um, Tia McGrath this weekend, too, who's in Ontario, mm-hmm. and she talked about just what a wonderful music scene you have up there. What's it like in Winnipeg? It's it's really strong. Um, it's a really it's a very vibrant community. There's a lot of different genres of playing. There's a lot of people in in those genres that are making a name for themselves, sort of you know either nationally or internationally. Mm-hmm. But the the interesting thing about Winnipeg is that the genres don't sort of exist in their own little you know uh, pods. They Bubbles. they really yeah. like people. You know, there's a lot more interplay than I think is probably found in some places. That's but good. Uh, yeah, and I mean you know I I think a lot of it we've you know, we've talked about Ruth and I have talked about this a lot. Just, just because uh, people do ask, you know, like there are a lot of interesting things, a lot, of, a lot of great music coming out of Winnipeg, and mm-hmm. why, why is that? And it's, you know, we've talked a lot about the fact that, like, the climate and the, yeah. you know, and all that. But it just, I don't know. I think you're, you're my, my particular take on it is you're very aware of your place because of the elements. You know, right. it's not this sort of like we don't live in a temperate climate that allows you to to mistake the fact that you're more powerful than you are. Mm-hmm. And I think when you when you get that sense of yourself yeah. amongst the rest of the world, mm-hmm. it, it kind of opens up a channel, I think, like to to, to your own connectedness to everything. Uh-huh. And I think that's really to me that's why I think there's a lot of create creativity mm-hmm. happening in Winnipeg. And 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 in northern communities in Canada as well we've noticed like yeah. the Yukon and Northwest Territory is just so much art. You know, and it's just you go to these places and you just you feel inspired because right. the, the vastness of 
you know, the, the vastness of the landscape and the land and your small, tiny place in it is, mm-hmm. is really... It's kind of like, a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a native Californian, but you go to Northern California and there's the big trees and the coast and the cliffs, and, and you can't help but just be awed by it and kind of humbled by it. And, yeah. And it puts you in your place and you hopefully create out of it. Thanks for your Thank time. You. Thank you. That was fun. And I, I think between the, the tractor going down the dirt road and the hiking and the, the hiss of the lantern and the loud crowd that was partying in the campsite next door, that audio-wise it was the most interesting interview I've done. But um, I appreciated getting the time with Heather, Nikki, and Ruth because they had a very busy afternoon, a very busy a busy day at Strawberry. But that was the Wayland Jennies, Ruth Moody, Nikki Meta, and Heather Massey, their newest member. And we'll be looking forward to hearing what the Wayland Jennies 3.0 sounds like on their next CD. And that's it for Songs and Stories, episode number 21, The Will and Jennings 3.0. Hope you liked listening to it. Um, whether you found this on my site, michaelgather.com, or if you got it from iTunes or one of the podcasting sites on the web somewhere, this is kind of being fed to a lot of places now. Or if you happen to tune in to um, the Grateful Dead Radio, which is carried by the Live 365 Network on Friday evenings. We're carrying this at 7.30. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for your time. And please keep checking out the website or wherever you found the show at because I have a lot of interviews scheduled to get through very quickly. I, Like I said, I recorded a lot of stuff last year, and I want to get it done to get off to the new stuff. It's a goal, not a resolution. And um, that's it for episode number 21 of Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither. And if you have any comments about this podcast, you can go to my site, michaelgaither.com. Click the Add Comment button for episode 21. Leave a comment there. Or you can just send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com. Thanks again. <laughs>